All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Fat Stacks podcast with Fisher, Aaron, and Tyler. Um, just going to get into today's games, guys. I mean, it's been uh, um, kind of a tough uh, late slate for me uh, personally, but um, I don't know. You, I know, Aaron, you're talking about the Purdue game. We can just start out mm. with probably, I don't know, the headline game, I guess. You could uh, call it that, but I mean – Purdue to go to Michigan and just – I mean, they're on the road, which is tougher, but, I mean, Purdue's third in the country, I think, and they just get their doors blown off by mm-hmm. Michigan. I mean, not even – it wasn't even close, like, for the whole entire game. I mean, the shooting – Purdue's shooting was terrible. I mean, it just yeah. – like, that Purdue just, like, kind of wasn't – I mean, they weren't prepared at all, at all. So Yeah, three-point shooting, man. Whenever you go four for 18 and you rely on your three-point shooting, you're not going to win a lot of games. Michigan shot really well from three, 12 for 21. And I saw – I was watching the game, obviously, and at the bottom, Purdue's third in D1 and three-point percentage, and they lay an egg. So, that sucks. If I would have hit that, Parlay would have won. Yeah. Money in the yeah, pocket. That, but Oh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 like, shows you, like, how bad of a game – like how bad of a blowout that it is that uh I mean Michigan they score eighty two points. Eighty two points and the over doesn't hit. Like, I mean, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. I mean, I have over one forty five and I think it, it ended up being like one forty. It's it's mm-hmm. uh it was a tough one for a team to score eighty two points and uh, especially a college team and it just not um kinda just pan out. It's kind of dumb to me but anyway um but yeah i mean we can just kind of go through i mean i had uh washington state uh plus seven against arizona um they kind of i mean it lost so um but they kind of fought back there um you know it started the second half i mean they started shooting the lights out of the ball but uh, arizona i'm telling you what they got big guys they got guards um i you know, in those brackets, I wouldn't mind trickling Arizona to win it all. Like, I mean, they are a very, very good team. That was the first time well, I seen them play. Yeah, they are a very, very good team. And uh, and I that like like I said, that was the first time I've seen them play this year, and I was very, very impressed. It gets a pretty good Eastern Washington or Washington, not Eastern Washington, Washington State team. That um, I mean, they're just I mean, they're a solid team. I mean, they it really showed that Arizona is up there with your Auburns and your Gonzagas and up there with those guys because they they beat them pretty bad when it came down down the stretch. So, I mean, that was a loser for me. I don't I don't know if you you guys didn't have anything on it, but um, I mean, the over loss to um, I had a uh, um, I can just run through my games. I had Stanford plus eight. That was a push. Uh, Stanford kind of always hangs close with. Uh, in conference teams, pretty much, uh, they play UCLA, they play Oregon, they play whoever. They always kind of just keep it close. I don't know what it is about them. They're not. I mean, I, I don't know how good they are. They just kind of hang around in conference play. That's pretty much all that I play with them is in conference play. Um, kind of another like game that was, it's Duke. Like a Duke game is always kind of a headline game, I guess. Uh, but Duke Clemson. Um, you know, minus six and a half, that was a winner, and the over was a winner too. But I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, 
Fisher, I know you just got back, but uh, but the the dude guy going for the dunk and the Clemson guy. Oh, that was guy, crazy! Just, I saw that. Yeah. Just like full on, like tackling him down when he's airborne in the air. Yeah, was Coach really- K was like halfway down the court yelling at the <laughs> Clemson bench. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it was wild. Fisher, you got to take a look at it if you haven't seen it. Yeah, but yeah, it. Uh, I mean, it was the guy. I mean, the guy's going for a fast break dunk, and then the Clemson guy just comes out of nowhere and clips him like like out from under him and he, you know, falls. Uh, the guy ended up uh, getting ejected from a game, but um, then they, I mean, they ejected from a game in the game, double technical because the benches were all fired up and, you know, puffing their chest out, you know, but um, that, I mean, that really Duke just kind of, you know, I mean, you, that's, I mean, that's why I bet. I mean, I'm a Duke fan, but I don't bet on every game, but like, I, I just think that if once Duke loses, they always kind of get that bounce back game. It, it's really tough for like, I know he's, he's kind of gone downhill, but coach K, you know, it's kind of tough for a coach K coach team to lose two in a row. Um, so I just don't, uh, I didn't really see them losing, but um, so um, on that. So, so, I mean, I got stole this pick off uh, Aaron and then I saw someone else um you know bet on them but it's South Dakota uh my six and a half I mean they uh did pretty good so um I didn't watch the game so Aaron I don't know if you watched it so no no I just knew that uh Omaha sucks so <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. it on that one <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um, I didn't know Omaha was D1 <laughs> <laughs> they probably shouldn't be but oh that was like NAIA <laughs> <laughs> yeah Definitely. So I had uh, Murray State minus 14 and a half, another loser. Um, Murray State, I mean, to start the game, they were down big, like 13. I think it was they were down 13. They ended up coming back, went by 11. But uh, it was one of those games that it was on ESPN Plus, and it was like had the camera on the game, then had another camera on the scoreboard. It wasn't like a graphic, like under the <laughs> – it was just like a live <laughs> camera on the scoreboard. <laughs> it was one of those oh. games that was kind of tough to watch, but – uh, that's uh that's the Ohio Valley for you. And I yeah. mean, the, the racers, they're ranked 23rd. This is the first time they've been ranked since 2015. Yeah. We're thinking yeah. about John Morant and the hype that was around them. Uh, who's the other guy like Shaq? Uh, was it Shaq Leroy? Yeah. Was, is the big man on the Grizzlies now? So, I mean, a lot of hype there. They weren't even ranked. So this is a big deal. And then you come out and can barely beat who would they play tonight? Tennessee state. Tennessee state. Yeah. They ended up winning by 11. I mean, I mean, they beat them by over 10, but, I mean, to not cover when you're 14 and a half favorites is kind of tough. I mean, yeah, uh, down at halftime by seven, that's oof. yeah. I mean, KJ Williams, I think he scored like 31 points in the second half. I mean, you shouldn't have to score, you shouldn't have one player dominate a game to like just win the game. Like, I mean, KJ Williams totally took it. I mean, I think he had 30, like 39 points, uh, around 39, 30. six and one steal. Yeah. Yeah. So he had 39 points and 31 of them were in the second half. So it's just like, I mean, he, he kind of just took over the game and, uh, you know, their, their center, I mean, he's from like Mississippi or something. It's crazy what a, like a top NBA player can do to a little program like Murray state. But anyway, that's, but, um, I had Iowa, I had Maryland plus four and then the over over hit because Iowa scored 101 points. But mm-hmm. I mean, Iowa just, just, I mean, they shot the lights. Yeah, up. they did. they, Played pretty well. I mean, it was kind of close for a little bit, but it was their their offense just kind of took over. And I mean, I I mean, how long has Jordan Bohannon been there? I mean, 
like 15 years, I think. Yeah, I mean, he like has just been there. I feel like he's been there for a long time. But and then I had Indiana State minus four double overtime game. I mean, <laughs> like if we're gonna go to double overtime, just at least cover. They end up winning by like three or two. And it, it, it and like I don't know. That was a game and, and it, I, I've been seeing this a lot lately. And like both you guys know, like I'm a I'm a basketball official and like I hate when officials take it's not a ref show. It's not about you. It's about mm-hmm. the players playing the game. Let them play the game. Like we're sitting here, we got like I mean, I'm we're, they show a graphic on uh on Indiana State and like five players have four fouls and like three players have already fouled out. Like that's stupid. Like let them play the game <laughs> and like and like just I mean here here's the thing. There's a foul on every possession. Okay. It's what you want to call. It's what you want to call. So you want do you want them to be rough and like let them really be dirty? No. But you want them to be able to get in the rhythm and have a flow of the game instead of blowing the whistle anytime like anything happens ever it's the it's the dumbest thing ever and it's happening more and more in these games that i've been watching that i've been paying more attention to because they just sit here and call whistle after whistle after whistle after whistle and it just screws the game up it really mm-hmm. does it screws the game up bad and, and depending uh, on who the official crew is i mean some of these games are almost unwatchable i mean yeah. you got teams going into the double bonus eight minutes into the half yeah, that's stupid. Um, it's just, yeah. it's, it's just the, the games are close to three hours long when they should be two or two and 15. Uh, so many fouls. Um, but I guess that's just part of it now. Yeah. I mean, here, here's the, here's the thing about it. Like, like, like every refing crew is different. So you get a refing crew that calls like a million fouls, like you said, Fisher. But then you get a refing crew like the, the Arizona Washington State game, Washington State with like two minutes left, have only had only shot three free throws. Right. Like, what are we doing? Like, if you're going to be like calling everything, then call everything across the board. But then, like, the, you get these refing crews or in like different conferences, they call different things. Like, Big Ten officials are almost unwashable. They really are. And SEC officials are getting that way too. And the, I mean, Big Ten officials are terrible. And so it, it is one of those things like, I don't know. It, it gets to where like they can't even they can't like I said like the players can't get in a rhythm the coaches can't get in a rhythm because you have no clue what they're gonna call so it's like it I don't know that's my rant about officials I know I probably shouldn't say it since I am official <laughs> but like I I can't like I can't I can't handle it because like I I don't know I I'm probably I'm not a very good official either but like I just can't I I can't deal with it I I say a lot but I can't actually do it but. Uh, just kind of wrap it up. You know, the soccer play that I had hit, Arsenal wins 1-0, to zero, a little soccer play for you. Arsenal wins 1-0. to zero. It was uh, – I watched the last bit of it. It was uh, kind of nerve-wracking there uh, um, there at the end because Arsenal got a red card, so they are down a player. So they had 10 players uh, left, and they are just kind of pressuring, pressuring the ball. Um, almost got a draw out of it, but I, I was glad that Arsenal kind of came through. Um, that was like plus like 125 or something like that. So, um, anyway, but yeah, I mean, we can kind of go over, uh, you know, Fisher. I don't know. I don't know if you watched very much of it. You know, Fisher went three and oh. Um, uh, I don't know if you watched any of the Grizzlies game or anything or, 
Um, yeah, I was I was on the road all day. Um, so with the Grizzlies, um, I thought about going John Morant over thirty, but uh, glad I didn't. He only had twenty two or twenty three. Yeah. So hit the Grizzlies game. The, we were talking about it earlier. The Pistons are just terrible. Right. So bad. You know, probably right. their best player right now, either Cunningham or Jeremy Grant, and I'm kind of surprised they didn't move Jeremy Grant. Um, yeah, I know the Bulls were talking about getting him. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, Hurricanes play. I mean, six zero against the Bruins. I mean, what a what a grab by you. I mean, the, you know, the Bruins kind of kind of in that letdown spot. I mean, they've been playing pretty well, um, but then in that letdown spot against the Hurricanes. I mean, the Hurricanes. I mean, they're up there, probably in the top five teams in the NHL. I don't know if – I know, Aaron, you don't watch it very much, but I'd say the Hurricanes are top five team in the NHL right now. But um, Yeah, I mean, they're, they're first right now in the Atlantic, and uh, they've got one of the best – statistically one of the best goalies in hockey right now. So it's really hard to bet against them. Yeah, but I'd it's, – it's hard to bet against them now, but old Freddie Anderson – look at those playoff stats for the old Maple Leafs and you'll find out how Freddie actually hey, hey. does. <laughs> we'll see. Right. Anything can happen in the hockey playoffs. Hockey playoffs are nuts, man. But, uh, yeah, you're telling me Patrick Cantlay, you have that top 10 bet. Uh, he was plus 160. He's in seventh right now. I'm a waste management. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think. Um, but then you hit the parlay, Heat, Raptors, Grizzlies, uh, obviously, so – uh, Fisher went three and zero. He he is the uh, the leader for right now. Um, yeah, that was a that was a pretty safe parlay. Uh, yeah. quality teams against three not so good teams. Yeah, uh, the odds were plus one thirty two, so decent odds. Had a good payday, and like you said with Patrick Cantley, uh, the dude's just chill. I mean, nothing rattles him, and it's a pretty stacked field. So he's got three days to go. We'll see what he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Aaron, I mean, your card, you had the parlay and you had the Warriors going right now against the Knicks. So, I mean, anything you want to add on the parlay? I know you're mad at Purdue. And I, when we got on before we started recording, I mean, Fisher, you are here, but he's like, I'm never betting the Big Ten again. I mean, he's yeah, like, for, yeah, for the rest of the year, I'm done with Big Ten. Uh, just a little <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, like we kind of talked about earlier. I mean, Purdue just couldn't shoot. I, I had, I, I had Michigan uh, plus three and a half. So, I was on the right side of it. I've been on those Big Ten games. I mean, mostly on the right side. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, we can just uh, – but, yeah, I mean, any any teams getting your graveyard other than Big Ten? I mean, I, I Indiana – I mean, Indiana State, I mean, I'm not betting on a team like that. I mean, they're terrible. I mean, it's a – I mean, it was like watching like a JV-like game. It was terrible uh, to watch. <laughs> and so, never, never going to really bet on, uh, you know, those – those Valley Conference <laughs> games. So. Uh, mm. uh, I think I'll be betting for Arkansas uh, a little bit down the stretch. They're looking like a good team, you know, well-coached, a lot of grit, a lot of hustle. You know, they want it. Uh, they play Kansas this Saturday. Uh, it'll be a good game. There's a lot of good games this Saturday, actually. Baylor, Texas, uh, a lot of games Saturday. Kentucky, Florida, that'll be good at Kentucky. Um, Kentucky yeah. kill them. I I, they, I think they they will. Uh, but uh, yeah, a lot of good games Saturday. Yeah, man. I mean, we can kind of um, you know, if we uh want to get into your picks, or we can talk about NBA trades. I mean, Harden going to Seventy Sixers. Uh, and that's really about the, it. I mean, the that's thing, really 
Yeah. The thing I love about the trade deadline is you can see who's going to, for betting, for the betting uh, purposes, uh, you can see who's trying to win and then who's trying to tank. And that helps you on your bets, in my opinion. So, like, uh, for example, Philadelphia gets James Harden. Obviously, they're in playoff contention. Uh, Nets get Ben Simmons, who looks like he's going to come back and play. So, I, I feel like Nets definitely won that deal. I'm not a big James Harden fan, but we'll see how he works out in Philadelphia. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, I was, yeah, I mean, we're, I was in this, uh, in this group chat with another, I was in a fancy football league with one of my friends and this guy, he just, I, sometimes I feel like people just don't know a clue about sports. And he's like, Oh, the 76ers, like they're, they stay losing. And it's like, no, they're literally winning. Like, that's the thing. Like you have an MVP caliber, like player and, mm-hmm. and James Harden when he's healthy. And, but now you have like probably, I would say the leading candidate for the MVP this year and Joel Embiid. And like, you put those two together, if they're both healthy, then like you have a good recipe. Like who, oh, like yeah. that's, the pick and, that's and roll said, is like, be disgusting. Who, like who in the East right now could beat them? Like the Bucks, and that's really yeah, about Bucks, it. Bucks, pretty much it. Miami, maybe if they're all, you know, they're yeah. See, I don't. You know, I'm not a big a believer game. in Miami, but like I, I just don't. I don't know. Uh, I mean, and that's the thing. Like I, I'm a Bulls fan, so like I just don't. Like they didn't really. I thought they're going to be more active than they were, but like you also have Caruso hurt. You also have Ball hurt. You also have Patrick Williams going to be coming back. So like I mean, that's like kind of like your team, your players that you would like, why give up anything when you're going to get three good players anyway that are already on your team? I understand that, but I thought they'd be a little bit more active. Yeah, I mean, if, if the Nets get healthy, um, obviously you have to watch out for them. Uh, Kyrie being unvaccinated, you know, <laughs> that's that's just, it's it's yeah, tough. See, yeah, it's I mean, tough. that's what they're doing there. They're, they're getting a lower seed, so they don't have any home right. games, so he so he can play. Less home so, games, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he can play, because he can't play at home, I don't think, if I'm but, right on that. But you're right, I mean, the Sixers, you know, probably the favorites in the East right now. You know, what they couldn't do with Ben Simmons, you know, Ben Simmons needed the lane to drive. And he couldn't shoot, and so you had to pull and beat out. And, and that, that just was, it was going to fail from the start. Um, so now you have one of the best perimeter players in the league in James Harden. You can put Embiid back in the lane, not worry about, you know, messing that up. Uh, it's going to be exciting to watch. And I'm not, I'm not a big Harden fan either. I don't like the guy. I don't like his style. Um, but he's pretty darn good and, uh, they're going to be a dangerous team. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I just think that, uh, that, I mean, the Nets and the, I mean, you're going to get the same teams the Nets and the Bucks and the 76ers are going to be in there. I saw that when the James Harden trade went down, their NBA championship odds went 12 to one to seven to one. So, I mean, you know, Vegas is obviously seeing that, you know, they are going to be pretty good, uh, you know, going down the stretch here um, towards the playoffs. So, I mean, uh, but yeah, I mean, we, that's a, uh, I mean, kind of just, uh, I just saw everything pop up from the NFL stuff. I mean, Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP. I mean, he's literally the biggest scumbag of all time. Uh, but uh, yeah, wow. yeah. I, Man. I, if like if Aaron Rodgers never played an NFL game again, I'd be okay with it. Like I, wow. I hate Aaron Rodgers, but he has caused me misery since like I've become a Bears fan ever. So yeah, I don't know how you guys feel about Aaron Rodgers, but uh, win the MVP, Cooper Cup wins Offensive Player of the Year. 
Um, Parsons wins defensive rookie of the year. Jamar Chase wins. I mean, pretty much all the people you thought were going to win. TJ Watt wins defensive player of the year. I mean, pretty, I mean, pretty much what everybody kind of thought, I guess. Maybe, maybe the MVP, maybe people thought Brady uh, for a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, he had all the yards and everything, but I don't know. Rogers just seemed like he kind of had it, but I don't know. Uh, definitely, you guys got anything on that the MVP or any of the other war, awards? Uh, I think they're all deserving for sure. Uh, no one surprised me, you know, they were all safe, safe choices. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, uh, I mean, that's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, I hate him like with everything, but like, I, I understand why he wins MVP because like, he's just really good. So hopefully he gets out of Green Bay so Justin Fields can be the best quarterback in the division. So, uh, but uh, anyway, we'll get to pick. So Fisher, since you went three and zero, we'll go ahead and start with you, brother. Thanks. I plan on going first uh, throughout the remainder of the show. Then, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but we'll see what happens. Uh, so you know, the, I was talking with you guys earlier. The Pistons are just so bad. Uh, you know, I had to refresh myself on some of that roster because there were a bunch of no names. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you've got Sadiq Bay. He's averaging over fifteen points a game. You know, I would have never guess that in a million years. I, if you would asked me a few hours ago, I'd have said, "Oh, he's probably giving you like four, two, and two a night." Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's no disrespect to him, but uh, that's just kind of uh, they don't have much personnel on that team. So I say that because tomorrow is the second night of the Pistons back to back. I'm going to bet against them again. Uh, we've got the Hornets. They're on a six-game losing streak right now. I'm going to pick them to uh, to beat Detroit handily tomorrow night the line's at six and a half so i'm going hornets six and a half all right aaron you're up see the problem is i'm a volume shooter so even if i do okay everybody's still gonna go before me because if i go 500 they're you and one if you know so <laughs> it's just, so aaron you're up brother all right so i'm a parlay guy um we're gonna take utah minus 12 at home against magic because magic are absolutely terrible they're in that conversation for worst team this year with the Pistons. Uh, hard to beat Utah at home. Go Bears out, but hey, it's okay. We'll still cover. Uh, Cleveland, minus five and a half. Uh, they're playing Indiana. Indiana's really bad this year. They're make, making a lot of moves. It looks like almost a rebuild. Uh, then I got Bulls, minus four at home against um, uh, who, who do they play tomorrow. Timberwolves. Uh, Timberwolves, yeah, Timberwolves. So th- that's my parlay. Uh, that's pretty much it. Not very many college games on tomorrow, so just sticking with the pros. Yeah, I mean, I might have a few college games, not many though, but I say that and I'll probably bet every single college game and go 500 again. So uh, <laughs> uh, been, been a rough couple days. Even if I've gone like 500 in the last few days, it's still – frustrating because some of them are really close and it's just i don't know but anyway i'm gonna go with the 76ers at home minus 12 and a half gets the thunder um i mean we just talked a lot about the 76ers but they're probably the best home home team to pl- i mean they played home very well very very well and so um i'm gonna go minus 12 and a half on that i, I think i'm gonna go with you uh minus five and a half uh cleveland cavaliers um against uh, uh the pacers i mean they trade uh sabonis and um you know they 
I don't think they really have anybody now, like once the bonus left. So, I mean, yeah, um, Turner, yeah, man, Turner, Miles that's pretty Turner. much it. Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's probably going to be like maybe a few like college plays, probably two or three, and then, you know, two or three NBA plays and maybe one NHL uh, play, but um, uh, yeah, probably, probably a light load to, uh, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow will probably be a pretty quick show. Uh, just because there's not going to be very many games. But then on Saturday, we have the great Noah Leak on. Coming, yeah, what a guy. Uh, yeah. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> and, uh, and he is coming on to talk about the Super Bowl on Saturday. That will be Saturday's, or I guess Sunday morning, if you wake up on Sunday morning. That would be the show. We're going to take a big deep dive. That will probably be a longer show. So we're going to go shorter show tomorrow, longer show probably on Saturday. Um, with Noah League talking about the Super Bowl and talk about, uh, you know, kind of everything that we can talk about, you know, defense, offensive mashup, matchups, you know, everything that, um, that we can kind of get out of them. So, anyway, so um, any, you guys got anything else? Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, f- screw the Big Ten. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Always bet responsibly, but you know, uh, you know, oh, you got to be a volume shooter sometimes, and that's what I did today. Uh, but sometimes it doesn't work out. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow.